This is the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released on May 29, 2007. It's also a terrible episode. Yes, I admit that some shows are clunkers, but whew, this one takes the cake. For the 50th episode, I tried to get a lot of the old characters together again and do some shtick. But it turns out the shtick was simply redundant stuff that pretty much you've heard before. And it was too long and just didn't work. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the highlights of episode 50, of which there are not many. And then we'll pretend this never happened and move on to episode 51 next week. Greetings to one and all. This is John Bell, Bells in the Bad for episode number 50. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We do have a live audience of sorts today because I've invited all of the supporting characters that have appeared over the last 49 episodes, and we're going to introduce a lot of them, bring them back on, on the stage here, and find out what's happened to them since their star-making appearance on Bells in the Bad Free. Helping me today is my co-host, Arnie Kunspar. And Arnie, uh, who should we bring up here first? Oh, Mr. Bell, you're forgetting something very important. A big announcement, a big announcement, a big, a big announcement. That's right. At the end of the show today, we will announce the winner of the What Does Arnie Look Like contest. We had uh, people send in drawings of what they thought Arnie looked like, and the winner will be the official picture of Arnie on his MySpace page. I can't wait to see what I look like. Okay, Arnie, who's our first guest? Let's welcome to the stage... Rex Remington! Come on up here, Rex. Rex Remington first appeared on Bells in the Bad Free in episode number five in that history-making uh, skit with the Cowlitz. Isn't that right, Rex? Well, Mr. Remington, are you still raising Cowlitz to be sold for their riblets? Oh, no, Mr. Bell. With my scientific way of shrinking animals down to smaller size, I figured I could sell a lot of larger animals in a more compact size as Pets. I see. Well, do you have one particular animal that's uh, selling well? Well, the other uh, next largest selling animal is the elephant lip. Elephant lip? Yes, they're about the size of a cocker spaniel, and you can fit about 20 of them in your living room. Well, that's very interesting, and I'm certainly glad you decided not to bring any... What's that sound? Bring them in, boys. No, uh, oh these are uh, much larger and much heavier than uh, the cowlitz. Oh, yes, but they're much more well-behaved and well-trained. Watch this. Elephant lips. Heal. Wow. Ooh. They stopped dead in their tracks. They're not moving at all. Oh, yes, they're very well-trained. They have total concentration, unless, of course, they're distracted by the one thing that will distract them. Oh, and, and what would... Wow, look at all the little elephants. Aren't they cute? Would they like some peanuts? That's it. Whoa! Put me down! Wait, where are you taking me? Show it to a seat, Arnie. Thank you, Mr. Remington. Oh, by the way, Arnie, uh, while you're out there, could you get some uh, snacks from the break room? Appreciate it. All right, let's see who's next. Hello, Mr. Bell. It is I. The Pluto guy. Yes, it is your good potato, the fellow from Potato. You mean Pluto. Yes, Potato. Pluto. I said Potato. Could you use one mouth? What? Just one. It's hard to oh, understand. Is this better? Yes, that's much better. Thank it you. It is so good to be here, even though you do not consider Potato a real potato. You mean Pluto. 
a planet. That is what I said. And that's not what you said. No, I said that. And you appeared in episode number... Potato. 38. That's what I said. You said potato. No, I said potato. You should have said 38. I said potato. You said potato. Never mind. All righty. Can you visit us for a while? No, I cannot, Terry, because I cannot breathe this hydrogen potato atmosphere. Oxygen. So I must get in my flying potato and depart. Well, goodbye. Farewell, all you human types. Uh, don't run into the... Potato! Yes, the potato. Well, that was certainly wonderful seeing him again. Uh, I have set up a microphone uh, down in the audience, right there in the middle aisle. So if anybody would like to just step up and say something, this is your opportunity. Just raise your hand and... Yes, I'd like to say something if I could. Oh, for crying. My name is Arnie Kunstball. I know who you are, Arnie. And I just got back from the break room where I found some chocolate chip cookies with your belt. Should I bring them up to the stage? Yes, please. Bring them up to the stage, yes. Arnie. Thank you very much. Here they are. Oh, yeah. These look very, very nice. Okay. Well, while we're trying our cookies here, who's our next guest? From episode 13, we... Hey. Hey. There you are. It, it's you. Yeah, I'm back. It's me, your personal representative from the Benevolent Anti-Raisin Foundation. Yeah, Barf. Uh, you're a hard person to get a hold of. I well, almost think that you were avoiding me. Uh, who, me? But I know that can't be. Well, What's that you're holding? It's a cookie. A cookie? One of the cookies my operative slipped into your break room today and what? you think it's a chocolate chip cookie. Wait! Don't bite into it! Mm. It's too late. Mm. Now you got goose stuck in your teeth. You put raisins in my cookies? Yes, I know. Planting raisin-loaded cookies was a guerrilla tactic, I'll admit it, but it was for the greater good. Oh, here we go. Okay, the reason I'm back is we're trying to recruit more members. I've been studying slogans and how effectively they get their messages out, uh -huh. so I kind of borrowed some of them and adjusted them for our purposes. I see. Here's the first one. Give a listen. Okay. Raisins. They're finger-flicking bad. Hmm. See? Huh? Huh? How's it work? Uh, huh? You like that well, one, don't you? That's kind of... Okay. How about raisins? Are the quicker puker upper? Oh, dear. yeah, that one gives a good image. Pretty good, huh? Well, uh, I thought of them. <laughs> I'm really busy right now. You're busy now. We're trying to do the fiftieth show. Ah, okay, later then. Thank you. Bye now. Bye bye. Why me, Arnie? Why me? Because you're the host of the show. Oh yeah. Can I have your cookie? For can you? Arnie, you don't like raisins. I know, but it's a free cookie, and a free cookie is a free. Who's next on the show, Arnie? I'm what you paid. Who's next on the show? Our next guest is. But I do have a, uh -huh. an adverse effect to raisins, uh -huh. Mr. Bell. I'm kind of allergic to them. Allergic to them? They, they make me hiccup. Hiccup. Excuse me. Oh, dear. Our, ne Our next guest is from episode 13. Yes. Margaret Mujan and Fifu. Ah. Excuse me. The dog that recites Edgar Allan Poe. Let's give her a big welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Come on in here, Miss Mujan. Uh, uh, Thank you very much. Does he still recite the raven when you clap your hands twice? No. After last time's debacle, I'd spent months retraining Fifu. Is something wrong with your friend? He's got the hiccups. Uh, I say, to do the raven when he hears this little bicycle horn honk. Listen. Oh. Now, when he hears that, mm -hmm. he'll start reciting the raven. And when I honk it again, thusly... He will stop reciting the riff. Well, we shouldn't have any problems. Uh, shall we bring Fifu on now? Oh, let's let him go. Yeah, Fifu. Yeah, Fifu. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, he's a lovely little doggy. Oh, yes, he is. Down, 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 Fifu, down. Uh, all right, let's let's hear him recite the Raven. I need absolute silence, please. Absolute silence. And here we go. Once upon a little. Let's try that again. While I pondered, we go. Why is he stopping? Um, it would appear that Arnie's hiccups are the same basic frequency as your horn. I do believe this. 
I spent months trading Fifu and over acquainted. While I not suddenly the as of someone. Fifu! Oh, look what you've done, Mr. Bell. You've given him a nervous breakdown. I'm terribly sorry. Maybe next time Fifu we'll be able to. I shall never darken your door again. But, come, Fifu, but, but, oh, but I. Mr. Bell, good news. What is it, Arnie? I think my hiccups are gone. Oh, wonderful. <sighs> Let's see. We go to the uh, microphone in the audience again. Is there anything anybody wants to say that's really, really important? Uh, yes, ma'am. Step right up to the microphone and say what you'd like. Raisins are healthy, natural snacks you can eat right out of the box. Oh, no. Or put into cookies, cakes, or breads. Yeah, look, thank you for the... Not only are they good and good for you, they are versatile. Right, versatile. I was going to comment on the restaurants around here. Not enough raisins and too many strawberries. Strawberries. Do you know that strawberries are weeds? Strawberries. Surely you've seen wild strawberries. Arnie. Yes, Mr. Kill the microphone. Strawberries grow on wheat. Oh, dear, a slight malfunction. Oh, too bad. Hey, big guy, we like strawberries. Oh, well, I like... And that's raisins are the way to go. Uh, raisins are poison. Strawberries, give you hugs. Folks. I'm oh. a raspberry to your strawberries. Everybody. raisins, but I love raisin cane. Take uh, this. Um, everybody. Um, could you please stop? Um, everybody, please. Stop, please. Knock it off. Oh, um... Thanks, Beth. Mr. Bell, you need to be more assertive. Yeah, I guess um, I should. Uh, yeah, bye. Bye, What? Okay, um, Arnie, let's try and get things back on track. Sure, Mr. Bell. How about if we answer a question that somebody actually sent into your forum? I'll pick one at random there, Arnie. Oh, okay, uh, let's see. How about this one? Not that one, Arnie. This one? No, that's not good. How about this one? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's read that, Arnie. JTM writes... Where did Miss Wackheimer's boy go? Wait, 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 wait. What? Where did Miss Wackheimer's boy? Slow down, slow down. Where, Where? did Miss Wackheimer's Wackheimer's pool guy? Like my eye. Go. Where did Miss Wackheimer's pool guy? Yeah, where did Miss Wackheimer's pool guy? Okay, we got it, Arnie. Thank you. Let's find out by asking Miss Schmackelheimer. Uh, since it's a work day during business hours, where do you suppose she is? Well. She's, She's probably, probably by, by the, the pool. pool. Let's yeah. see if we can get hold of her there. This is Miss Schmackelheimer, Miss Sadie Schmackelheimer. Hello, Miss Schmackelheimer. I have a question. Why are you bothering me here down at the pool? Uh, this is my lunch hour. I should be able to enjoy my lunch hour without being interrupted by you people. Someone wants information about the pool boy. What do you mean people want to hear more about Paolo's assets? About Paolo's what? Didn't we have this conversation before? Uh, I'm sure, implicitly... That is the word of the day, you know? Uh -huh. I could show you in my calendar That's if okay. I were at my desk, right. but I'm not. However, mm -hmm. I'm sure I mentioned it before that no one may gaze upon Paolo's assets but me. Look, someone just asked about him. Well, okay. Possibly I could be persuaded uh -huh. to allow people to gaze upon his assets. Uh -huh. However, there'll be no touching. Don't worry. Only I'm allowed to touch. Oh, I think I've said too much. That's a distinct possibility. Don't you people have jobs? Uh, Shouldn't you be out doing, I don't know, working, shopping, not here bothering me? Yeah. I should be able to enjoy myself. Don't right. you people yeah. need to be somewhere okay. else? Well, thank you for clearing that up for us, Ms. Schmeichel. Bye-bye, Yeah. Good luck. Bye. Bye.
Monsieur Bell, Monsieur Bell, Monsieur Bell, Monsieur Bell, Monsieur Bell, Monsieur Bell, it's time for the big announcement. Ow. What's the announcement, Arnie? It's time to announce who the winner is of the What Does Arnie Look Like contest. Oh, yeah. Not only does the winner get their picture put on my MySpace.com space mm-hmm. as my official picture, but the winner also gets... Clarissa! The Calic Clarissa. Alright, and the winner is... Christopher Brindle! Yay, congratulations, Christopher Brindle. I will be sending Christopher Brindle, Clarissa the Calic. And Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, the judges made a special decision. Oh, what? A special decision. A special decision. A special de- decision. Okay. Uh, Fanny, the other cowlet's also kind of a pain. So we're getting rid of her, too. Fanny. So we're going to send Fanny the cowlet to Daniel Cade for his picture. Daniel Cade. Which was really accurate. Actually, all of them are pretty accurate. Uh-huh. I kind of look like Fine. a combination of all of them. Wrap this up, Arnie. So congratulations to our two winners, Christopher Brindle and Daniel Cade. Well, folks, that's it. Episode 50. There's so much more I wanted to get on this show, but I just ran out of time. Maybe on the 100th show, we'll catch up on some of the other characters that uh, have disappeared in the ether. Thanks so much to my voice talent slash improvisational artists, Becky Beach, Cindy Taylor, Dale Kesterson, Jim Hingle, Gene Williams, and for everybody who has ever had a cameo on the show, everybody who has ever chipped in on the show, and most of all, everybody who has listened to the show. Tell your friends, keep listening, join our forum, and I'll see you next time on episode 51. This is John Bell saying, Bells in the Battery, copyright 2007. Okay, I had to get that in somewhere, Bob. She has faithfully tried to provide you with accurate and newsworthy journalistic information. Five, don't come this way again. I've told you before, it won't get mm, I can't even talk now. My train of thought just went bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Shirley Jones. Bye-bye now. Buongiorno, I am Flaudio, and I am very interested in what makes audio drama work. I want to share with you my recipe for a perfect evening, an evening for two lovers, lovers of audio drama. When I plan an audio drama, I want to make sure that everything is perfect for us. The soundscape is the most important thing to set the mood for the night. When I lay in a special ambiance or sound effect, it is very important because it can express what I feel so perfectly. A sound effect can speak for the story when words just cannot capture the love I feel. Love I feel for you. When it is dark, I turn on the sound effects, I turn up the soundscape, and the voices can then dance in a perfect state of bliss, where there is no world except the one we make with our love. No time except what is needed for our story to play out. A story 
that we will make come true. This audio drama public service announcement was brought to you by the Amigos.